You're listening to The Walk to Work with me, Richard Price. Um, I don't really know how I'm going to play this. I don't know how it's going to sound. Um, I'm just doing this on an ordinary, hands-free headset with a microphone as I walk along. It's a bit windy, so you're going to hear some of that in the mouthpiece, I would have thought. And also, I'm a big guy, so you're probably going to hear a bit of breathiness as I near my my destination, which is probably going to be in the region of 20 to 25 minutes. Um, not really decided what I'm going to do with this yet. Is it going to be a podcast? Am I going to attempt to edit it? Um, we'll see. Kind of got my inspiration from um, somebody who I first met on Twitter, um, Daniel Rose Tyson. I imagine most people listening to this will know exactly who he is because I'm hoping to piggyback on the back of his um, audience, if you like. Lots of people that listen to him already follow me and I already follow them, so hopefully they give this a go. And um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, as I walk along here, I'm a bit, bit, bit self-conscious, really, that people are going to think I'm a bit of a, a lunatic talking to myself. Hopefully they'll think I'm on a call. Um, most people aren't even going to notice, to be honest. I'm just going about their morning. Just going on to the main road now. Um, so there's lots of cars, and you're going to hear those. Um, I've just done the school run, actually. Um, new to me, this. Not something I ever thought I'd um, I'd say, really. I've just done the school run. It sounds remarkably grown up. A little bit middle class, to be honest. But there you go. It's a necessary evil when you've got young children. And, um, you know, my eldest has just turned, well, no, he's not just turned four and a half, he, he is four and a half, so he's um, just started school last week, so basically I'm now embroiled in all those things that go with it. Um, it's a bit of a, an annoying experience for me to have to drive him to school and then drive back home and um, walk to work. A bit strange, really. I mean, it's my company's ridiculous parking charge policy that's um, actually necessitated this. Basically, I either pay the organisation I work for to park every day, or I don't pay... Sorry. I don't pay to park at all. There's no in-between choose which days I might fancy taking the car and which days I might fancy walking. Um, so basically, I don't want to be paying my employer back from what I consider to be the, the measly amount they already pay me. Um, so I walk to work, which is fine, but of course now I've got this extra duty in front of that. So there we go. That's something I've um, had to do this morning.
Um, I guess the problem with this idea is that as I walk to work, I may well encounter pretty much nothing unusual whatsoever. Um, and you're going to be thinking, you know, what on earth is there? And this guy's walk to work that's going to interest me. Um, you know, the answer is to that, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's why I'm a bit up in the air about what I'm going to do with it. And I'm quite enjoying it already because it's a bit like having a conversation with somebody. And would be it myself. Um, so I guess that's not a, not a big deal. Um, okay, just coming up to a roundabout now. Cars like to approach this roundabout as if it's a corner at Brands Hatch. Um, I'm a bit anti-car when I'm on foot. I do drive, as you know. Um, but as soon as I become a pedestrian, I become quite bullshit about the fact that I'm walking instead of the else in their cars and um, yeah it means I'm not very tolerant of certain groups of of drivers on the road um, good example you know van drivers not much has been not said about this group um, of people so I'm not sure how original I can be on this subject but kind of thinking van crews more than more than your single white van man um van crews you know when you've got like sort of two or three guys in the front of the cab and they're on their way to a job or, or whatever um you know these guys are so predictable they're all the same in fact i think it's something they they pride themselves on. Um, they basically copy each other's behaviour sort of 100% really because you know nobody wants to appear to be different. You know, so they they eat bad food, um, they read bad newspapers, and they kind of act in the same ridiculously juvenile way um, as they approach their morning work um, you know you'll see them as an attractive woman sort of walks by or pulls up in the car next to them you know and they all oh just wait here police car coming past oh, thanks very much it's on green there for me but I basically had to wait for him to drive past. Um, yeah, as is his right, of course, but it doesn't stop me being annoyed by it. Um, yeah, what I was saying. Um, van crews. Yeah, I mean, they've got this sort of cocky overconfidence about them. And actually, what I actually believe is that all of them are, are really the opposite of that. Um, they hunt in packs, you know, when they're on their own. I guess they wouldn't be so confident and cocky as they are. But they see an attractive woman, 
you know, pulling up in the car next to them or walking by and they all crane their necks in unison because nobody would want to be the one that didn't. And they nudge each other and they, whoa, you know, look at that, what I'd do to that and all that kind of bollocks. Um, and it's quite amusing to see. I guess in the past I probably would have been looking at the attractive woman myself. But um, actually, in that kind of incident now, I'll usually look for the, the van crew and watch for their predictable behaviour as a, as a female of the species comes into view. Um, you know, these guys, there's usually three of them, like I say. One of them's got his feet up on the dashboard. He's asleep. He's sort of yawning in that really ridiculously over-exaggerated way to show what a hard night he had on the booze or whatever it was he was doing. And, um, you know, the dashboard's full of Ginsters pasty wrappers and coffee cups and old copies of the Daily Star, which frankly could really relate to any particular day. It doesn't really matter what day you read the Daily Star, it's never really out of date because it's identical on a daily basis full of right-wing bile and just sexist bollocks and shit basically human interest they call it don't they I call it shit so just walking down the sort of quiet residential part of my walk now um, some private houses to my left and right but we're just about to sort of enter the social housing part call it a council house council estate whatever I don't think most of them are council houses anymore they've either been bought on the right to buy or people have um they've been sold to other housing associations whatever but yeah, this is the sort of social housing part of the route it's just one main road with a few offshoot cul-de-sacs and a lovely view as I come around the corner here of the cathedral. Magnificent building. Um, it's just, you know, it's a nice part of the walk to see the cathedral in the, the near distance. Sort of probably about 10 minutes away now. Um, here comes a van crew as they drive. towards me. Yep, they've had the customary look of the the fat guy walking. Oh, what's he doing? He's fat and he's walking. Whatever next. Um, oh, and he's turned around in that sort of way that, that men like to do when they're macho. They kind of use the flat of their hand to steer the car. And we've all got power steering, haven't we? Anybody could do it but it looks so macho just using the flat of your hand to turn the car um, don't know who they're trying to impress perhaps if I told them I was impressed they would stop doing it um, yes there he goes pulled away yeah I mean that sort of whole flat of the hand driving it sort of reminds me of a frustrated DJ or you know plate spinner 
It's a bit strange to see people sort of reverting to type. Um, I guess it's one of my pet hates really is people just behaving in that way that you, you fully expect. Um, rather than surprising you. You know, I like to be surprised. I like people to surprise me. I don't like people to be as predictable as they usually are. Um, very nice walking down the road, seeing the local fishwives standing in their front porches, smoking in their nasty pink dressing gowns and horrible fluffy pink slippers and nasty flannel pyjamas. Um, I say it's, it's getting on a bit because I've got to do the school run and then walk to work. So it's actually already 10 past nine. So it's pretty obvious to me that these these women have not got much to do today and they're not even dressed so they haven't even done school run themselves perhaps somebody else has picked their kids up and done it for them leaving them the entire day to watch daytime tv and smoke and drink shit coffee hmm it's enough to depress you really isn't it I don't get angry with these people like some some people do. I sort of pity them really, but as I say, it also makes me a bit depressed. It's sort of, you know, people reverting to type, behaving exactly as you expect them to. Um, and that's always a bit of a shame. Getting a bit breathy now is the sort of last part of the the journey comes into sight. It's a lovely morning, blue sky, bit of wispy cloud, bright sunlight, warm, but not too warm. I've got shades on it, sunny enough for that. Um, here we go. Just coming up to some some roadworks actually, so really made a real mess of this. Real mess of it. This walkway. <clears throat> we put the phones out for a few weeks as well in these parts. Because some fool went through a cable. Um, and it's taken quite a long time to put things right. People moaning for quite a while about not having broadband. Um, forgetting that you know, it wasn't so long ago that they'd never even heard of it. It's funny, isn't it? It's not as if they were without water or food or heat or light, you know, electricity. These people were without broadband and anybody would have thought we've gone back to rationing 
Um, so it's a bit sort of strange to hear. And yet I know if I'd lost my broadband, I'd have been bloody annoyed. I spent two weeks in France recently and um, tried my best to go without using the internet on my phone. Um, there's a local um, bar, very reasonable Wi-Fi access at just one euro an hour. But I didn't really want to spend my whole holiday sat in the bar. Um, there's lots of other things to be doing. And to be honest, I got to the point where I started using the 3G connection, even though I told myself before I went away that I wasn't going to. And um, basically, in two weeks of just dipping in and out of Twitter and sending a few emails and checking a few websites, I think I ran up a ridiculous cost of about 70 quid. Um, so there you go. My addiction to being online at all times has cost me. Um, okay, just coming up to the cathedral now. Um, apologies if you can hear the wind whistling in. Um, okay, going back to why I'm doing this. I must admit, I mean, I'm, I'm a very introspective person. I like to think a lot. I like to get my ideas down. Started writing a little bit. A lot of it's fairly ordinary observational stuff, but I guess I'm exploring ways of expressing myself. Um, Twitter was another another way I did this. But I have upset um, a number of people on there. Um, basically by being me, sort of awkwardly, it's people I actually knew um, decided that I was kind of not the kind of person they really did want to know. I mean, usually if you're online, somebody unfollows you, you just, you ignore it really. But it's very strange when it happens and it's actually somebody you you know in real life and um, somebody you might even bump into in a small city of the kind that I live in. So that's gonna be interesting. Anyway, going back, yeah. I like to express myself, it gets me into trouble. And with Daniel, with his title, um, 1607 West Egg, basically he calls me a loose cannon. At first I sort of wonder what he meant by that. I'm not sure that I am a loose cannon, not, not really. I've never been in real trouble with anybody. Certainly I'm, um, never been dismissed from a job which of course is something that Daniel has done 
many, many times. Probably Daniel, you're more of a loose cannon than I am, but you know, I'll take being called a loose cannon by, um, by you as a compliment. Because I know when you say it, I probably quite admire it. Um, so there we go. Anyway, why am I doing this? Third, third attempt at telling you. Um, wait a minute, just walking past. group of people who did find it a bit odd that I seem to be talking to myself even though I do have a headset in um, okay well I'm doing this because well Daniel's kind of inspired it in me in a bit I mean I really do want to give the whole podcasting thing a go and he's done it so well that um that I sort of feel as if I'd like a go. I don't think I'm ever going to match what he's done with these two very, very interesting and successful shows. Um, please don't hug me. And now Daniel Rue's Tyson podcast. But um, I'll give it a go. Um, I've contributed quite a bit to his. Um, and if truth be known, a lot of ideas to contribute more but I don't really want to be sending him stuff all the time it is Daniel Rose Tyson podcast it's not the Richard Price podcast so you know I've had to curb my enthusiasm um, not send him as much stuff as I would have liked but of course he's encouraging me to to do my own thing anyway and you know find my own medium for getting my thoughts and ideas out there so I guess that's the best way to be um, just coming up to the last couple of minutes now so it's nearly over if it's been extremely dull I can only apologize um, if I promise it'll get better, um, I'm not sure if that's a silly promise, really. I think I'll certainly have more ideas um, ready in the future. Um, things haven't really happened on this walk, and therefore I haven't had a great deal of the actual walk to talk about. Um, so it's kind of what's in my my head that you're all being treated to so what I need to do is uh, I guess make sure I've got more interesting things in my head to talk about should the walk be as well, dull as it's been today basically um, okay I think we're going to have to call it a day there my place of employment is right in front of me now um, it's taken me 24 minutes to get here 
which is pretty standard. Um, it's a nice walk. When I tell people I've walked, they seem to think it's a long way when I tell them where I live. But it's honestly not the case. If somebody carrying my bulk can do it twice a day, you know, I don't really see why as well. Um, they prefer to drive their cars right up to the door and pay our employer for the privilege. Okay, I've been Richard Price. Follow me on Twitter at RichardP1975. Um, until next time.